0: Lob Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Oderico, and alongside, of course, every week uh, is none other than Legends Tour player and LPGA professional Cindy Miller, and we are the hosts of the Women of Golf Show. Uh, good morning, Cindy. Welcome.
0: Good morning, Ted. Happy New Year.
1: Ha- Happy New Year. Yes. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, uh, bright and early this morning, this is the first show of, of 2017. Uh, for Cindy and I, we we're, we're certainly had a, a long, extended uh, uh, vacation, if you will, and. Not that we weren't doing some work uh, up until now, but uh, had other things in the fire. And, of course, with the holidays, uh, we took a little extended break. So this is the first show of 2017, and we're glad that you can join us this morning. Um, Cindy, before we get started, let me just do a a few quick announcements. Lots of good things happening this year. Uh, But let me just remind everybody, of course, uh, to tune in each and every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time at uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf or just type women of golf up in the search key Uh, from that network and that'll bring you right to the show you can also catch us on uh, itunes as a podcast go to itunes.com and in the podcast section again just type in women of golf Uh, but for those of you joining us live this morning we're glad that you're here Uh, and and what we want to do this year particularly we really want to get the audience engaged Uh, we know some of you can't maybe tune in during the live broadcast but for those of you that can uh, we would love to hear from you or And a number of ways you can do that. Uh, You can call into the show by calling area code 347-945-5855. You can email Cindy at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com. We would love some questions or comments about the show. Uh, Or you can also reach me at Ted.GolfTalkLive at gmail.com. And uh, you can also get more information as well. Uh, Maybe uh, if you have somebody in mind that's in the golf industry that you haven't heard before on the show, and maybe you'd like to hear uh, by all means send us uh, some emails and just let us know or uh, as I said call us at 347 and you're welcome to join in the conversation. We've got a great show for you to start off the season. Uh, just a moment or two uh, Cindy is going to recap a little bit about her visit at the uh, 2016 PGA Merchandising Show which was just held a few weeks ago back in Orlando and uh, here in Florida and then a little bit later in the broadcast Dave Harner uh, the PJ Director of Golf Operations from French Lick Resort is going to be joining us uh, for some conversation as well. So, uh, But again, we're glad that you tuned uh, in this morning, and uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Um, Cindy, let's just sort of, I guess, get into it a little bit about the show. Uh, unfortunately, I got sick this year. I wasn't able to make it down, so I didn't get a chance to see some of the great things going on. But I want to start off because I know one of the reasons you go is uh, there's all kinds of great seminars and teaching clinics and, of course, the, the infamous Demo Day there. Uh, what were some of the new ways that you experienced in that area uh, that I know are going to help grow the game?
0: You know what? I, I, I went the first day to Demo Day, and I had to do a little presentation for BodyTrack. So between doing that, I went to the flight scope certification event, which was uh, – like an eight-hour seminar and right during lunch I had to go do the body track thing so during the flight scope seminar we had Mike Adams come in and speak we had body track come in and speak and we had some um, mental coaches the focus Band people came come in and I purchased a focus band a, a year or two ago and mm-hmm. when I first saw focus band at the show I was very intrigued by it. It measures your brain waves and tells you when you're wired and when you're in what they call motion. And
2: right.
0: Motion is the zone. And the, a couple of the guys from the company, one of them works with a lot of professional athletes, football players, baseball players, and namely in golf, Jason Day. And you can see Jason when he's playing in a tournament, how he closes his eyes. And what he's doing is he's shifting states on purpose to go to a more relaxed, comfortable, feeling, visual, auditory, kinesthetic place, which will help him, <clears throat> excuse me, to relax and then make a better swing. Right. So I was very intrigued by that. So I bought a few more of them because I'm, we've, we're doing boot camp in a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, I want everybody to work with the focus bands to help them learn how to shift states, so they're better prepared and relaxed to make a golf swing. So that was very, very intriguing. Another seminar I went to was the Henry Brunton seminar with the LPGA on how he conducts his performance Academy for juniors, which I'm very interested in because we do a lot of stuff with kids up here and he's just over the border in Toronto. So I think I might be taking a trip up to see Henry and watch, his academy in session, Uh, that was great. I was fortunate enough to be chosen as one of the top 50 U.S. kids golf instructors, so I went to that presentation, that was awesome. And then the last thing I did was, yes, thank you. Um, I happen to be the president of the LPGA for the Northeast, so we had the executive committee meetings and the leadership committee meetings with the LPGA with our commissioner Mike Wan and uh, board members Roberta Bauman and John Patami. From the LPGA and then all of the section presidents and Deb Vangelo and Karen palacios Jensen and Nancy Henderson and Tammy Brown. So all things LPGA and that was awesome and great and I got to hug and kiss my granddaughter. So what more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, so a great show all in all. Um, you, you know, and, and just very maybe very quickly because uh, for those that maybe didn't tune into the to the show last year, we of course had uh, the gentleman on from uh, Body Track. Just explain a little bit about that, how that works uh, for those that don't understand. I mean, you know, we understand what they are because we're, we're in the industry, but for those that maybe aren't, that are just tuning into the broadcast, just very quickly explain what body track is, because I know you work quite well with it.
0: Well, body track measures pressure, so it measures the center of pressure on your feet, and Again, you just said we're in the industry so we understand it. Well, I w- I've been in the industry forever and I didn't really understand it. So I I I'm always seeking ways to improve and mm-hmm. I'm open to knowing that I don't know everything and this was one spot that I really didn't know everything and I still don't. But at body track measure center of pressure so our, my friend Terry Hashimoto, who we've had on the show before, I went to college with him, right. and when he called me and he said, I want you to look at this, I'm like, oh, God, you know, go away. <laughs> I don't want to look at this. And, and you know, I didn't have a very good attitude, and um, he was uh, he was not going to let me get away with it. So I was doing a boot camp two years ago at Orange County National, where Demo Day is, with the mm-hmm. kids and Terry would happen to be in Orlando, so he brought Body Track out, and he put me on it. And you know, I'm trying to hit the ball far. I've always tried to buy distance. And um, I, again, it's funny because I thought I was so proud of myself because 98% of my pressure went to my back foot on the top of my backswing. Mm-hmm. And he said, mm, "That's not so good." I go, "Why not?" And he said, "Because you're." almost swaying. Well, my thought was the more weight I get back there, the more weight I can come through, and therefore I would hit it further. And that's not the truth. So most tour players have 70 to 75% of their pressure on their back foot at the top of their backswing. And so when I, he said, you know, I want you to practice doing that, I felt like I was doing nothing. You know, it was like, well, this is easy. I can do this. And, right. and again, this all goes back to the "own your game" thing that we did—the series that we did with, you know, Cindy is a competitive control freak that tries too hard, and guess mm-hmm. what? You don't have to try that hard. So take a chill pill. Right. And, <laughs> and so, it's been eye-opening to say the least, um, and and it's amazing how much the women, um, how much the women. Have the pressure go to their toes on the way down, and I'm one of them. And when I went to the CMA Globe in November with Terry and the Body Track team, and we got tour players swings, it was the same thing there. So it must be something about women that we feel like we need to lunge at it, or maybe it's the way we're built. Again, I'm not the
1: research right. scientist,
0: but but there's definitely a correlation there. A, a lot of the women do that, and the men don't.
1: Right. And let me just clarify, just uh, again for those that may not understand, the, the, the apparatus that's used is a mat, correct? it, they stand on, that, that uh, yeah. measures very the pressure easy. point. very easy, and you just- use
0: your iPad to see where the pressure is, and you can practice. So if you purchase a body Track mat and you, you, know, you have the app on your iPad, you can just sit there and practice going back and forth. They call it a trace. So how your pressure moves back and forth is a trace and you can see what their seven main traces of really good players. And we can help you make your trace better, which will in turn help you hit it better, and you will be more in balance and really quantifies feel. So, you know, people that play golf either want to see it, feel it, or hear it, and this will quantify feel, and you will visually see it, and there is no lying. So it's total truth right in front of your eyes, which to me was a rude awakening, which is a great thing because you're practicing. You know, one other thing that I totally forgot to tell you that I need to say is that (laughs) um, I was able to – my Learn to Hit It kit that I created with the Mm. 10-module online course, the Callaway booth, was displaying my Learn to Hit It kit, and I got to be on Morning Drive Live promoting my Learn to Hit It kit with Damon Hack, which was really cool. So we yeah, got a I lot saw of that actually.
1: Out of that. Yeah, I actually saw that on uh on uh, social media the the images and that of of you being in congratulations on that as well and and uh let's let's uh, before we continue on uh, about the show let's give a quick plug on that. Uh for those that are interested in, in Cindy Miller's uh, Learn to Hit It Kit. Cindy, how can they go about getting their hot little hands on one?
0: Uh go to learntohititkit.com. And and again, it's you know what it's for. I had a man come up to me at the dome the other day because I'm back in Buffalo and it's snowing. And he, his wife bought him one for Christmas, and he said, "Cindy, I can tell you that I've been topping it for a year, and just your one little course module on what to do to get over topping it has changed my game, and I can't wait for spring." And this is somebody that plays a lot and has played Mm -hmm. for a long time. So. I created the kit for busy business, you know, busy business professionals who don't really have time to learn how to play because it comes with the Golf 101 for Executive Book and 10-module online course with a mat and foam balls. But whether you've played a long time or you haven't played at all, this kit will help you learn to hit a clean, airborne, and straight on purpose, and it's $99. So for less than a, a one-hour lesson at a lot of places, you're going to get 10 lessons and a mat and foam balls and a book. And you get a coupon for 10% off on a Callaway Club.
1: Fantastic. Um, and certainly Learned a Dot Excellent. Thank you, Cindy. Um, now, I know you probably didn't get a lot of time to sort of navigate around the show because I know you, you get busy with a lot of other things. Um, but what was the buzz, if anything, this year uh, in technology? Was there anything uh, sort of big for uh, coming in for 2017 at the show that you heard about or that you saw yes. yourself?
0: Blast Motion and Blast Motion. So it's a sensor and again, you got to, of course, I bought a few and I paid for the (laughs) online portal and I haven't read the directions yet. Um, That's Alan's job. So I'm not a direction reader. and learning how to use something. I'm like, you read it and show me what to do. Anyway, Blast Motion, there's two separate businesses here, in my opinion. Number one is the a little device that goes on your club that measures your tempo and your pace and your timing, which I think is awesome. And it's Mm -hmm. always two to one. And they were showing people, again, when you go to these booths and you're the newest, latest, greatest thing, there's so many people at the booth and you really can't hear. And I don't love crowds, so I'm like, eh, I'll learn about this later. But I did have a phone call with one of the guys before the show and they're integrating blast motion with body track. Oh, wow. So I was very, yeah, very interested in that. It hasn't come out yet, but um, you're going to be able to see your pace and your tempo and your timing, and a lot of tour players use it with putting and swinging. But the Mm -hmm. second part of this that's even cooler is they've created an online portal that we can have all of our students join for the year. It's like $99 for the year. Mm -hmm. And we can give them homework and assignments and practice uh, schedules, if you will. And we can see them do their homework. It's almost like an online academy. And I told the Blast Motion people, I said, you know, I like your cute little device here, but this is more important to me. This other portal is way more important to me, especially for the kids that we have to play college golf who
1: mm-hmm. aren't with
0: us. Um, and they're going to be able to video tape people, which is awesome, um, just like V1. That's another seminar that I went to. Uh, but this Blast Motion Golf is really pretty cool.
1: Fantastic. Um, we'll have to make a point of of getting a little bit more information, and maybe getting somebody from Blast Motion, uh, perhaps on the show in in the upcoming months, and and they can give us maybe a little bit more feedback. Because you know, and I, I, I agree with you, Cindy. I think any way that we can um, search out or seek ways of improving ourselves uh, and our, you know, of course, ultimately our golf game. Um, you know, we want to be able to pass that on to uh, to the listeners out there, so we'll, we'll make a point of doing that for the folks. Um, now, I know that there. I there's just one I gotta sp- say
0: something for Sorry. what you just yep. said. Hang on, once, forgive
1: me for interrupting, but no.
0: Nope. You know what? When when our for those of you who are listening to the show, um, be a seeker of knowledge, but also stop and ask yourself, is this going to help me or confuse me? Because there's so many <clears> new things out there that. Um, they want to sell you product, and you've got to make sure that it works for you. So the more you know about yourself and your game and your personality and your learning style, the more better aware you'll be to make good decisions on what will help your game and possibly hinder your game. So that's just... Don't assume everything's the latest, greatest thing. Be open-minded and seek, but also discern the difference and will it really help you or will it confuse you because there's a lot of us yeah. you know i've i've been out there and i'm whacked out i'm the best whack out in the world so.
1: <laughs> no not you cindy i don't believe that oh yeah. Um, I, I know am. i know <laughs> i know exactly what you mean um and, and just to add to that point you're exactly right and, and i won't get into names or specifics but i i know you know over the last few years um, not so much here on on the women of golf, but of course, uh, as most of you know that have, have been tuning in the last few years, uh, I also host um, another program, Golf Talk Live, and we've had a number of guests over the years and and um, some very interesting products, and some of them today are no longer i you know I, I they've like evaporated like like into thin air. so you're exactly right. Um, you know a lot of times you think it's the latest and greatest thing because it's very techy and whatnot. Um, but sometimes it just, you know, people just don't grapple to it, and uh, and it doesn't last. So yeah, you have to do your due diligence when you're looking at some of these different things. Because the truth of the matter is, especially with the internet, there is so much information being blasted out there um, to the students that it can be very overwhelming. And it's, I mean, it's overwhelming for us as as professionals. Um, just imagine what it's like for some of the students out there that really don't still are, are learning to the game and don't fully understand. You know, the various components um, you know, in golf, um, to get all this information coming out. You think, oh, wow, that looks cool, and you go out and you buy it, and then you know, you're scratching your head for the next few weeks wondering what to do with it. So do your due diligence. Um, now, now, Cindy, I want to move on to the equipment because I know we, we kind of had a little sneak peek um, late last year. Uh, in fact, our last guest, uh, uh, Kathy Grayson from Callaway, I know that they were launching some, some new uh, product this year, um, did you get a chance to, to uh, I believe you actually have one, but did you get a chance when you were at the booth to check out what was new and exciting coming out of Callaway's?
0: Uh The Epic Driver is the new and latest and greatest thing, and I hope nobody else gets one except me. Um, because, yes, <laughs> I finally was able to purchase Yardage. And, oh, fantastic. Um, in fact, yesterday, yeah, I did get, I did get a, uh, an Epic Driver on December 14th, but then yesterday, our, our great rep, Jim Yeager, came over to the dome with me, and he said, you know, I think i got a shaft that will help you hit a, you know, a couple yards further with a little less spin because I tend to hit a, with a lot of spin. And he indeed did bring me a new shaft. And then he showed me their new 3-wood, the Epic 3-wood, that has this 40-gram graphite shaft that I was almost flying off the deck as far as I was flying the driver. And he wow. said, well, I'll order you one. I said, well, why would you order me one when you have one right here that works? <laughs> <laughs> I said, why don't you order yourself one and give this one to me? And he <laughs> said, oh, my God, you're a pain in my butt. So I've got the three-wood and the driver with the new shaft. So, yeah, I, I have no idea what the technology is other than the face. It's wider that you can hit it better, and you can hit it off the center, and it still goes pretty good. That's wow, my, you know degree of technology, but yeah, it's it's way better, and I can't wait to go to Florida and play golf.
1: <laughs> well, and, and you know, the truth be known, I mean, obviously we we all want to be accurate and you know off the tee and so forth. But the truth of the matter is, there's a little you know demon, if you will, inside all of us that wants to get those few extra yards. And I know Cindy, you've mentioned this many times about wanting to. Um, you know, you, you you hit some great golf shots, but one of the complaints that you've had for the last few years in competing with some of your fellow professionals is wanting to be a little bit more competitive by getting some more distance. So I hope this uh, new epic driver from Callaway is, is going to be able to do that for you.
0: Yes, but again, you know, as Alan would say, people don't <laughs> come in off the 18th hole and go in the locker room and throw their hat up against their locker or kick their locker and say, I could have won today if I'd have hit it 10 yards further. So, right.
1: you know, as much as I want to
0: hit it further, it's always better to be deadly straight. So.
1: Well, I, I agree with Alan, but Alan, don't rain on Cindy's parade today. She's enjoying it. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: We respect you, Alan. We know you're a professional. Uh, but uh, we're, we're, we're on a high right now for Cindy um, well that's fantastic now let me ask you just uh, sort of one final thought here uh, about the show what was your favourite moment of the show was there anything specific that stood out that thought wow you know, this? I mean you see so many things down there and get a chance to talk with so many people of course when you're, when you're down at the show uh, was there anything that really stuck out uh, as, as the most memorable part of the show
0: um no, there wasn't. I hate to say that, um, but I think I think I've gone so much that the newness has worn off, and I'm always looking for something cool and different that's simple. And that's you know that's basically what I'm looking for. Some new toy, gadget thing that's simple, and and maybe Blast Motion is it. I can tell you that I got fit for a new putter with Edel. And Mm -hmm. I'm, in fact, I'm sending them an email right now and saying, "When's the putter coming? I want it." Um, They've got some new technology, (laughs) and I may ask them to come on the show to explain it—something better again with, you know, alignment. What they do with people when they fit you is so magical. I've never seen anything like it, and 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 that's all I'm going to say. But that was—I'm really excited about that because. You know, you can hit it all day long, but if you can't make a putt, it's over.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people, I think, just, we only got a moment or two here, I see that Dave is is ready to come on, so we we don't want to keep him waiting too much longer, but, um, you know, a lot of people are are very, uh, you know, in tune with with having their clubs fit, you know, the driver and and the irons and so forth, but a lot of people forget that you need to have your putter properly fitted for you as well, because that... That's where you're you're really spending a lot of your strokes right there. It Can lose a lot of strokes is is on the putting surface. So you know if you're if you're not uh, you know playing with the right equipment there, uh, it can hurt you just as well as as on the other end. So um, great point. And yeah, let's get well, them on the show the if we can. Is,
0: yeah, aligning the right. putter face is really really important. If you you know you might think you're aimed okay, but you might not be. So. And Adele has a system that is unbelievable that teaches you, and they fit you, which is
1: very yeah. cool. Fantastic. Well, Cindy, I think uh, we need to bring on our our guest this morning. Uh, I'm sure he knows a little bit about golf as well, and and can add into the uh, into the conversation. Uh, our very special guest this morning, of course, is Dave Harner. He's the PGA Director of Golf Operations uh, up in uh, Frenchlick at uh, the Frenchlick Resort in French Frenchlick, Indiana. Uh, Let me just tell you a little bit about him, and then we'll bring him on. He was born and and raised in French Lick, and with the exception of a two-year stint at the Doe Valley Country Club in uh, Brandenbury, Kentucky, he has been an employee of French Lick Resort since 1976, so he's been there for quite uh, a number of years. Uh, He was also the uh, 2012 Indiana PGA Professional of the Year, uh, also a three-time Indiana PGA Merchandiser of the Year for golf shop sales and operations, Uh, 1994 04 and 2009 Uh, he was the founder of the orange county uh, junior golf association back in 1998 uh, and also is a member of the french lick town council uh, from 2010 uh, to present uh, and many many other accolades in between but uh, we will be here for most of the show reading them all out so let's bring him on and and, uh, have dave join the conversation
0: good morning david
1: harner good morning cindy are you guys this Good morning? Good morning. We're doing very well, Dave. Thank you very much for for joining us on the Women of Golf show. We appreciate uh, uh, you coming on and spending some time this morning. And uh, Cindy, I'm going to let you start uh, start our conversation off this morning.
0: Dave, I I think how long have you been doing the Legends Tour event? Four years? Five years? We
2: had four years, yes, four years with the Legends.
0: Well, and we have spoken to. Um, We've spoken about French Lick an awful lot and Ted realizes and our audience knows how much I love the place and hate the place because it's uh-huh. the hardest golf course I've ever played in my life. Um, and I, my goal is to play without clenched butt cheeks. And so I'm going to come back even if I have to Monday qualify in July, because I have to defeat my demons at your place, but it is almost like, Oz and I, it's the coolest place I have ever been. So you got to tell us again about it because it is so amazing. When you when you come into the town, and you go up the brick road, and you see this coliseum, and then you go up the mountain and you see this golf course that came from heaven. You go, where the hell am I? So tell us about French Lick.
2: Well, I've I've long said, um, you know, people. Uh, around the consumer golf shows and around the uh, conferences, say, "My goodness, French Lick! You know, it's in the it's in the middle of nowhere." And I always come back with, "Well, not really. It's kind of in the middle of everywhere." So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I how I sell it. And you know, further along those thoughts, you know, you really don't expect what you run into when you when you get there. It's kind of a, a wow factor, and I, you know, I can describe it and describe it to people. But until you actually come there and walk into that huge dome as uh, cindy pointed out and and go up to the you know the donald ross course where you can feel the history and then over to the pete Dye course uh, where cindy says it comes from heaven but i i've heard people make comments quite the opposite (laughs) that it really came from hell so uh it's a tough (laughs) golf course but it's it's a beautiful golf course there there's never two days up there that look the same as far as the The horizons and the the morning fog and the evening sunsets, it's always different. But we have two two hotels there, you know, 680 rooms um, between our two hotels. Um, It's really a complete resort. Two spas, uh, horseback riding, bowling. We're going to be doing sporting clays this year for the first time. So a lot of things to do and a lot of meeting space
1: fantastic um dave this is ted um i wanted to ask you just uh, sort of in, in conjunction with what you just said um because cindy mentioned about how, how challenging it has been for her what do you do uh, on the course how do you make it so that some of the amateurs that maybe want to come and play there are not going to be uh, overwhelmed with with some of the challenges they may face on the golf course um, what are some of the things that you do to to help them uh prepare a little bit better to play it
2: We've we've been very conscious of of the senior player and of the the female player, of the beginners, in in all of our golf venues. There we have uh, uh, yardages at the the Ross course that are from forty five hundred back to seven thousand yards, uh, with five sets of tees. The Pete dye course we have six sets of tees with yardage from about forty eight hundred up to 8,106. 8, so uh, there's something there for everyone. If you play the proper set of tees, it's it's really a fun. Fun place to play even the Pete Dye You know you're able to 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 run the ball up on the green There's not a lot of force carry um, Not a lot of bunkering right in front of the Greens and Alice Dye you know is always A uh, champion For women's golf and for the Beginner and the, the, the amateur player And, and she uh, Firmly tells Pete there'll be no force Carries on your golf courses so That's kind of how it is and uh, it, it can be a fun golf course if you play the right Set of tees
0: Tell us yeah, also and, and about I, the family course that you have, and the and you've got all kinds of different golf. What is it? Frisbee golf or something that you can play on the family course?
2: No, we have foot golf Um foot the family golf. course. The, yeah, the nine hole golf course right there adjacent to the French Lick Resort uh, Hotel is um, is a U.S. kids family golf experience where we have uh, nine holes with an eleven hundred yard set of tees. An 1,800 yard set of tees, a 2,200 yard set of tees, on back to 3,500 yards. So, if uh, if your eight year old plays the forward set of tees and dad plays the back set of tees, your chances are the eight year old's going to outdrive dad, which is always a big thrill for the kids. And then the foot golf uh, is sort of an added amenity that we we threw out there. We weren't really sure about, and we weren't really sure how it would coexist with with golf. But, you know, the the nine-hole player there is more of a recreational player, so they don't really mind the foot golf. And we were concerned that the foot golfers may hold up regular golf, but we've set it up in such a way that the foot golfers actually play faster than the golfers, but they never complain.
1: Wow. That's great. Now, do you get a lot of uh... generated
2: We generated 2,900 rounds there last year of foot golf. Wow. Wow.
0: And the other – and one more thing, you've got the indoor space. Because I've done the LPGA golf clinics for women there during the event, and, and you've got absolutely everything you could ever need or want, which is amazing well, to me as a teacher. Because I love the fact that you've got the indoor space. So tell us about that as well, in case it's raining. Well, and, you,
2: and you're gonna and you're gonna love this. And we just converted our indoor uh, space to a Callaway Select Fit Center.
0: Um, oh my God! We're gonna
2: have we're gonna probably have the most elaborate Callaway fitting center. Um, in the southern half of the state here in a few days. So we're really excited about that. I've already gone epic, as you have, uh, in my bag, and I've been giving it a test about three days a week here in Florida. So that's good. We have an indoor putting green. Uh, you know, we do pickleball and tennis in that same facility.
0: Wow. I want to come hang out. And, I, and Ted, i got to <laughs> tell you this. The staff at this place, it is just the perfect – Place it's the Midwestern mentality. They are the friendliest, nicest people. No one is rude. I've never been to a. It it really is like Oz. I just it's like Oz. So Dave, you and Joe have done a great job with Mr. Ferguson and Connie. I just I'm I love the place.
2: You know, it's um, anyone can have bricks and mortar, uh, but it's it's hard to have the type of hospitality that gets displayed there in, in French Lick and West Baden every day. And and the people genuinely appreciate you being there. Um, they realize the importance of the, the tourist trade and, and how it affects our economy, not only in French Lick and West Baden, but the entire region. So, you know, there, there's a lot of thankful people that, that this all came about. You know, Bill Cook was a, was a godsend to, to the area um spent 670 million dollars uh, in renovation uh restoration and new construction there you know we we're currently working on uh, two or three other things employee housing uh, is a big one you know we we grew so fast in our employee base that uh, there wasn't enough housing so now we're building another 60 room dorm or dorm uh for our seasonal help there's also talk of another 100 hotel rooms so you know they didn't in and and, and throw down some money and get out there. They continue to enhance the, enhance the area with all that.
1: You know, I think one of the things that, and just from, from listening to you, Dave, and, and, uh, and from Cindy talk about the resort, I think one of the things that becomes very apparent is that you don't wait, um, you know, for people to come to you. You actually are very proactive in going out after people. So you do things that you know are going to attract people, um, you know, to, to, the, to the venue, um, not just, you know, at the professional level, but even at the amateur level, you want to make an, You want to make sure that people that come to the resort uh, have a great experience. And I think one of the problems in the golf industry with a lot of different uh, sort of your traditional courses is they sort of have an open door policy where they open the doors and sort of wait for people to flock in. They're not very proactive. It sounds like you guys have done a lot of, uh, you know, put a lot of thought into the process um, in addition to the renovations and so forth, but... Um, and really finding ways to, to intrigue and, and invite and entice a lot of your clientele. Would that be a fair assessment?
2: That's a fair assessment. We've um, you know, we never charged a PGA professional for a room uh, if they're there in, at leisure. Um, of course, if they come there to compete, that's a different story. They're there to play for a purse. But if a PGA professional from Chicago wants to come down and visit our place, we're more than happy to host them. Uh, We feel like they're our best ambassadors. They go back to the club. They talk about their experience, and and it's been a very very successful method for us to entice players. You know, and relationships are huge. I have a club here in, in Florida that I visited about two years ago. They have a large group of about 100 people who travel to a destination in the fall before they all come down to Florida and uh, worked with this course. This was the third year and we finally converted them. I went down the other night and did a presentation on the history of the resort. And, you know, people are excited to come, but relationship building takes time and you have to have the, the, the stick to it and the wherewithal to, to build those relationships. You know, you look at the legends tour, you know, we started out with the legends tour there. Uh, will be five years ago real soon. And, uh, Now that event has evolved and, uh, you know, we've got the LPGA involved and we're going to be the first ever senior LPGA championship.
1: Let's, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Congratulations. uh, For those of you that that, uh, maybe missed that, Uh, 2018, the first U.S. Senior Women's Open is going to be held at French Lick. Um, You guys have to be pretty excited about that.
2: Actually, no, the, the 18 Women's Open is the USGA event, and it's going to be at the Chicago Golf Club. We'll be in July of
1: oh. 2017.
2: Oh, um, I'm sorry. I, yeah, that's right. We're a little ahead of the USGA on this one. <laughs> okay.
0: Yay. No, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> My mistake. I apologize. Um, now, that's
0: right.
1: what spe- when specifically is it in July? And, and then I have another question I want to ask you.
2: We're going to actually have about 10 days of great women's golf. Um, starting on July 5th, the Symetra Tour comes to town. Uh, you know, the up-and-coming stars, of the uh, future stars of the LPGA. Uh, we'll be there for a tournament um, on July 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Donald Ross course. They're actually going to play the, the course where the 59 and the 60 LPGA championships are played. Uh, alongside that, we'll have the uh, Legends Tour Honors Division for players over 60, I believe 63, uh, they'll play the final day at the Ross with the Symmetra players. So that'll be kind of neat to watch. Uh, then on uh, the following day, on Monday, the 10th, 11th, and 12th, will be the Senior LPGA Championship. And it's it seems kind of odd to have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday event. But, you know, if you think about it, it's the week of preceding the U.S. Women's Open. Right. There's a lot of women's golf going on. We're live on the Golf Channel uh, two hours a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And uh, there's no other golf going on, so hopefully the viewership will be huge and the, the response will be great mm-hmm. to that event. I know the I know the competition's good. I mean, we had a uh, you know last year at our Legends event had a six-hole sudden-death playoff between Chris Johnson and uh, Julie Inkster, and uh, the finishes are always exciting on the die course.
1: Fantastic. Now, what if anything do you do special for the course to prepare 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 for these events? Do you do anything different or uh as Cindy said as pretty much as it is is daunting enough. What do you do specifically uh to prepare for these events?
2: Well, I wish I could get on here and say all the things that we do differently than our everyday setup, but we really don't do anything differently. I think our courses are in championship condition every day we set up every day that like um if we have ten players, they're as important as a hundred so um that's sort of our philosophy. We really don't do anything different. You know we have a rules official from the the LPGA that'll come in and do course setup, but I don't anticipate it being anything different than we do on a daily basis.
1: Wow. Cindy, what did you find most challenging about the course? I mean, you've played it now for a few years. Um, what part of the course did you find the most challenging? Was it the greens? Was it um, the undulations? You know, what was what was difficult for you that you found the most challenging?
0: I think it's hitting into the greens because there's specific depending on the pin placements, the greens are very undulated. So the more you play there, the wiser you should become to know where you need to miss it. You know, And I hate to say it that way, but there are places where you can hit one bad shot and you are dead. And so the wiser you get and learn to have an area, if you will, or a region of the green to hit towards, the better off you're going to be so that you have the ability to get it up and down. Because if you do miss it in certain spots, you know, you can make double and triple really fast. Would you agree with me, Dave? I, th-
2: I think, Cindy, that's true. I think the golf course plays a lot like the old Donald Ross courses. You know, the greens are sloped back to front. Um, they're all sort of up. So you're, if you miss right or left, um, or long, there's usually a bent grass bailout area, and the ball will roll off a long way and leave you a difficult shot from a real tight lie. Uh, short is about the only place you can miss it safely, wouldn't you agree?
0: Yes, yes.
2: And then you're you know right. something else that impacts it is is if you're in the fairway and you you've got a, a decent um, distance in, it's it's a lot easier because the greens are small. They're not. You know, you'd expect huge greens, but Pete built this golf course to be futuristic. He, his argument is if something doesn't get done with the equipment, the ball and the the club, then a lot of golf courses are going to become obsolete. And mm-hmm. uh, so he built this sort of futuristically with that 8,100-yard set of tees to greens that are less than 5,000 square feet in most cases. So um, they're hard to hit, but if you get a little bit of a side hill lie off the fairway, you know, you could be standing with the ball three feet above or three feet below your feet. And then to hit them is is almost impossible. So yeah, yeah. How you approach the greens is going to be important.
1: Very good. Um, now what what are some of the other future plans that they have at French like You mentioned a few of them earlier in that. As far as tournaments, and that are you looking at at uh, trying to to bring some other um, main events to to uh, the resort? Well, you
2: know the the senior LPGA kind of came out of nowhere for me. I uh, you know, we were talking with the Legends Tour, and we'd, we'd had a pretty good run, and, and we we'd never really gotten the exposure for the resort or for the Legends Tour that we thought we should have. I mean, you've got Julie Inkster, you have got Laura Davies, you got Patty Sheehan, Christ, you've even got Cindy Miller, and you know, we were, and we were
1: having we were, having,
2: we, were having, we were having trouble getting you know getting any recognition, so. We had we had a sort of a turning point either we didn't do a tournament or it got enhanced in some way. And Mr. Ferguson, we were meeting, and one day out of the blue, he says, "Let's do, let's get the LPGA on the phone, let's start working toward a senior LPGA championship." And we got with him, and you know what? It worked out. And uh, these ladies deserve a major championship. They deserve a venue to play. You know, it's um, it's good competition, but you've got some great players there that are sort of, you know past playing with the younger players on the LPGA, but certainly got that competitive spirit and competitive fire. And Jane Blaylock and the Legends Tour have given them a place to play. We want to we help those same ladies uh, get more exposure so that they can grow their tour. So this these two major championships become uh, a highlight of women's golf.
0: And we thank you for that, boy. Because, you know, again, I was never – a good a great player i I tell people of the best in the world i was one of the worst but but you know what the legends tour and jane blaylock and the crew and you guys at french lick have given me a reason to hit balls, and i'm still (laughs) not one of the best ones and of the best in the world i'm still one of the worst but you know what i'm defeating my personal demons so i thank you for that and i and i'm so grateful for the opportunity
2: and I have to say, Cindy, watching you ladies uh, on that practice range has given me a reason to hit balls, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we're not dead yet. We're not dead no. yet. No. And this no. is so fun. And you know what else? It also encourages the people that we teach because when they see us, you know, continue to work towards something, it fires them up to work towards something. And that's what oh, this exactly. game is all about. It's like, hey, it's okay and, if you still and you know, suck, but just Sherry, try to get better.
2: And, you know, you think you think about the playing side of it. Sherry Steinhauer shot, uh, bogeyed the first hole two years ago mm-hmm. in the tournament and wound up shooting 63. Wow. So if you think they Amazing. can't play, <laughs> think again because they really can't.
1: <clears throat> well, you know, and, and is still so so competitive.
0: I mean, oh, Joanne yeah. Kerner, I'm like, what the heck? And, and, you know, it's funny because she's a really good friend and she came to our wedding and I used to play with her all the time down at Palm Beach National. And I said, you know what, you old fart, I still want to outdrive you. And she goes, never going to happen. And she just walks along. She's 70, what, 8? God uh, bless her. Wow. Yeah,
2: she's, she's 78. And I tell you, she is, uh, you know, a one-of-a-kind personality. And her sister, uh, you know, her sister caddies for her. And I Helen, think her sister, yep. like Helen, is like eighty-five or eighty-six, <laughs> and she runs almost every step of the way. Laura, and
0: trust me, running at Fretchlick is not an easy thing to do because I remember the first year, one of the second year, we got those um, pedometers to see how many steps we took. Right, right. And I rode in the cart some, and I still did twenty-three thousand steps in one day. I'm like, whoa! Right. I'm gonna have some chocolate right. cake
1: tonight.
2: <laughs> so we, um, you know, and I think another another part of your tournament there, uh, from from this lady's standpoint, is the um, uh, the stories and and the, the the camaraderie and and the fun that comes out of the pro am experience and all that plays into to making this a great event. I mean, you know, I watched Joanne Carner. Uh, on the putting green with Nancy Scranton and a couple of the other ladies giving a putting green while she had a scotch in one hand and a cigarette in the other. So it's kind of, you know, I'll never forget that.
0: It's awesome. And you know, you know what? We're forgetting We're forgetting the most important part is Riley's Children's Hospital. Sure. And Ashton right. Brown, and, you know, she's now working at the Golf Channel with my daughter. And, I mean, those kids from Riley's are so special. And are we still going to you know, have
2: that, them as our uh, charity? That was part of the deal. Yes, Riley will still be the charity, and I, I think uh, since we started with the the Legends Tour, uh, in three years we've done just a little over half a million dollars in donation, mm. uh, to, to wow. Riley Children's Foundation, and then um, and on top of that every Christmas uh, Cook Medical or you know French Lake Resort through Cook Medical, match the first $150,000 in donations from December 1st to Christmas. So, you know, we're getting right up around a million dollars, and we're hoping that uh, with the exposure that this event will have this year that we'll even (coughs) be able to do more. And the kids, the interaction with the kids, you know, last year we did an honorary starter program where the Riley kids came down and and actually were our honorary starters. and Boy, some great, uh, you know, tear-filled moments on those tees.
0: That's for sure that's yeah. for sure
1: that's awesome you know and that's wow. one thing cindy that you and i have talked about as well uh, on the shows before is about really how much these ladies give back i mean they've obviously had the opportunity to play uh, all over the world in various tournaments but they they don't forget really what's important and that is to be able to do something to help other people and and obviously the riley's kids is a is a great charity to be involved with um Let me ask you, Dave, just sort of one final thing as we wrap up here um, at the end of the show. Speaking of kids, do you guys offer any sort of junior programs at French Lick as well, and and what are some of the things that you do for that?
2: We, um, like the the bio said, and and by the way, the bio makes me sound very old. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, I started when I was nine. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, the (laughs) Orange County Junior Golf, we founded. We founded it back in the 1990s uh, as sort of a 5013C nonprofit there in Orange County. You know, Orange County was a a county that had 13.5% unemployment. The the average median income was about $22,000 a year. So kids didn't have a lot of money. Uh, Our parents didn't have a lot of money to spend on the kids' golf. And so through private donation and through fundraising, we were able to impact about 100 kids um, in our first couple of years. Then, you know, after a while, golf sort of fell off with kids. And, you know, two years ago, we had 27 kids. So we talked with the Indiana Golf Association, Indiana PGA. We actually started a first tee chapter um, there in Orange County. Um, in our first year, one of our young professionals really took to heart the mission. And he wound up with 87 or 88 kids last summer. Uh, he actually wow. won the... Um, the Indiana Junior Golf Leader Award as a result of his work there. He'll get wow. that award at the end of the month. But, um, you know, pretty impressive uh, uh, to go from zero to 90 there real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can we continue to, to work at that. And uh, Resort Charities, who uh, works with the Riley uh, event and with the other um, – the other charity events we do gave us a nice donation at the end of last year to continue the program. So it's all good. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic.
1: Well, it just goes to show, you know, it just takes one to really ignite that spark. And it sounds like, uh, you know, that's happened at French Lick. Um, Dave, I want to thank you very much for sitting on behalf of Cindy and I for, for coming on this morning and sharing a little bit about uh, uh, French Lick and, and what a great resort. I know you guys have got some great things happening there and, uh, Cindy's going to be coming in July with her her new Epic driver and an Epic three wood and uh, and seeing what she can do on the course this year. So I know she's looking forward to it as well. And and uh, we appreciate you taking time this morning and and sharing that inf- information with us.
2: Well, um, Cindy, let me know how that Epic works for you, and I'll keep you posted on mine. Okay.
0: Yes, sir. And let our listeners <laughs> know how to find you how, if they want to come. Just even if they just want to come to the casino and have fun and not even play golf. There's so many things to do.
2: The best way to get with us is through our website at www.frenchlick.com. From there, they can navigate to the Senior LPGA page to learn more about that. They can navigate to the Golf page, the Packages page, to our concerts. Uh, We did just sign Hank Williams, Jr. for a Fourth of July weekend concert, so a lot of exciting things coming up there.
1: Awesome. frenchlick.com Perfect. Awesome, awesome. Again, Dave, thank Yeah, thank you very much for for joining us uh this morning again, and we appreciate your time and and uh congratulations on on having a world-class resort. Thanks thanks for having me and um on behalf of the 1500
2: or so employees of the Frenchlick Resort, we hope y'all get to come see us soon.
1: We will. Definitely will. Thank you very much, Dave. You have a great day.
0: Thank you bye. I
1: think yeah, I think he's already gone. Um all right, what a well what lots of uh, exciting uh, news and lots of great things happening. You got to be super excited that Callaway is now involved uh up there as well. So that gives you uh uh, uh even another reason to go not that, you, not that you needed one, but even another reason uh to go and visit French Lick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um just it's we got just, just a couple a cool more place. minutes. Yeah, I, I got to make a point. of I've been, you know, looking at uh, a lot of things on their website and that over um, since we first talked about them on the show, and, and yeah, it's just a, it's a no-brainer. I got to make sure I get up there, and I might even try to come up in July when the event's going on. Um, but since we got a, a, just a couple of minutes left here, Cindy, before uh, we go off air, um, just remind uh, everybody again if they want to get more uh, information and, and are interested in your Learn to Hit It kit, how they can uh, go about doing that.
0: So the Learn to Hit a Kit includes a portable mat, foam golf balls, the Golf 101 book, which tells you it's got a lot of culture and etiquette stuff in it, with, along with a few rules, um, a glossary to make you feel comfortable. talks about handicaps and stuff. And then the 10-module online course, so you could really hit balls in your backyard with your iPad and look to see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a coupon for ten percent off a Callaway club, and it's all for ninety nine ninety nine. And you can find it at learntohititkit.com.
1: Perfect. And also, very quickly, you've got you mentioned earlier that you've got a boot camp coming up. When and where?
0: Uh, well, the two we got coming up right in February are booked and full. But we've got one in March that's got a couple spots in it. So if you're interested in that, email me, cindy at cindymillergolf.com. Cindy at cindymillergolf.com.
1: Perfect. And go to cindymillergolf.com as well, uh, her website, to uh, check out some of the great uh, other things that she has available. And if you want to connect with her as well, obviously you can email her from there uh, in addition. But, um, On behalf of Cindy Miller and myself, um, we want to thank you for joining us on the first show of 2017 here on the Women of Golf Show. We appreciate you uh, tuning in the broadcast. And remember, as I mentioned earlier uh, at the beginning, uh, if you want to uh, join us in the conversation, you can do so by calling into the program at 347-945-5855. And we hope you will uh, at some point build up the nerve. It's uh, very simple. Just dial those uh, digits and uh, you're going to be on live with city nine tuesday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m eastern uh, we're going to have some great guests coming up here in the weeks to come lots of exciting things going to be happening this year and uh, we'll keep you posted as we go along but uh, again please uh please engage with us we want to hear from you and we want to uh, get some some both positive hopefully no negative but feedback on the show as well things maybe that you'd like to to hear or maybe things that you'd like for us to do a little bit differently here uh we're always uh, eager to uh to uh, Uh, hear your thoughts and you can do that as well by reaching out to both Cindy and I, Cindy at cindymillergolf.com is her email and mine is ted.golftalklive at gmail.com. So until then, uh, again, on behalf of Cindy Miller and uh, myself, we want to thank you for joining us this morning on the Women of Golf show and we will look forward to having you come back again next week uh, here on the Women of Golf. God bless everybody and have a great week. Thanks, Cindy.
0: Thanks, Ted. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.